I see a lot of people cooking at home, which is cool, and I'm excited about that. This is Noga from Rio de Janeiro. I can tell you I'm a little bit sad that restaurants are closed just because, I mean, there's different cuisine here than there is in the U.S. In Chicago, I'd love to try different stuff, although, I mean, food isn't everything. It just... You know, I eat at least three times a day, two to three, sometimes four. Cool stuff that people are starting to cook. I've been cooking since I was a kid because my older sister uh, was a cook and I pretty much had nothing to do but just dote on her and the other three. So so I hung out with her as she was cooking, and I sort of learned from her. No questions asked, even to this day. She's much better than I am. Um, but that doesn't mean in all ways. There are certain things that she makes that I love, certain things that she makes that I think I do better. I depart. I've been cooking all my life, and I've been looking at the medical implications of eating this way as opposed to that way, and as I grew my career within the healthcare space, wellness, empowerment, I recognized just how much power an individual has in affecting change in their health status via the things that they consume. Water, coffee, alcohol, in terms of liquid, there are other things I'm not thinking of, I'm sure, juice, um, as well as food, fried food, fresh food, grilled food, vegetables, uh, different types of meat, um, lean meat, higher fat meat, processed meat, etc. There are many things that you can do for your health. Now, I I dated a guy for a hot minute, like, not that long, but I, <laughs> I dated this guy, and he told me that his greatest hurdle when it comes to health care, or being healthful, I should say, is to know what to do. And that's that's the thing. There is no one thing to do. Just like what I've been saying about COVID, there isn't a one thing to do. So, for example, when I first started in my healthcare career, I would consume the same way as my parents, who are, of course, older than me. And I consumed so few grams of fat that I actually had, well, it was okay, it was normal, uh, good cholesterol, HDL, was low. Considering my level of activity, I needed to be consuming more fat in order to give my body the material to create more HDL cholesterol. HDL is good stuff, good cholesterol that helps to clean out arteries. Everybody is different. My parents needed low fat. I was younger. I was more active. I guess I still am, both of those things. <laughs> um, 
So I need to consume differently than they do. And that doesn't mean that they're consuming unhealthily. They're consuming healthily for themselves. That's the thing. That's the thing that makes it kind of tough. We have to be active, as we've been talking about. We have to be active, not only in, in terms of our health, how does COVID apply to you? Are, are you immunocompromised? Are you a bit older? Do you have some sort of disadvantages? Or do you consume a lot of um, antioxidant foods? Do you eat salad for breakfast like, <laughs> like I do? And might that contribute to anti-inflammatory activity? And I'm sure there are lots of things that I don't know. But I definitely know that I don't know about you. So I can make recommendations that apply to everybody. Definitely, if we want to stop the spread of COVID, wash your hands, don't ever talk to anybody ever, stay in your cave. Okay, cool. That's one outcome. But what about if I want to, because I'm young, what if I want to expose myself? Because I know that I will recover. I have no immunocompromise. And yes, I did check with the doctor beforehand. I have a large consumption of fruits and vegetables all the time. I'm good. I'm safe. And I will more than likely develop immunity. And why would I want to do that? Number one, for me, I care about me. But number two, because the immunity that I develop is most accepted by my parents' bodies. I'm the youngest in my family, so I am the best person to get it, develop an immunity, and then pass along the immunity that I develop. It is most likely to be accepted by my parents' bodies. If, heaven forbid, my parents are older, they were to become infected. I would like to be infected so that I can develop immunity. That's my healthcare goal. Do I recommend that for you? No, <laughs> not at all. I don't know who you are. I don't know where your situation is. I definitely know that I don't know. And the same thing goes for cooking. So right now we're cooking. We can say in a global fashion that it is more likely that you will cook more healthily at home than you would if you were to go out to eat. That's true. However, that's not true for everybody. Some people love to cook with huge amounts of not great for you oil. Some people love to fry. Some people love to incorporate lots of carbohydrates. I say these things because they're unhealthy things, potentially, for some. For some. So... For a person who has diabetes, the incorporation of a carbohydrate, not that great. For a person who has high cholesterol, the incorporation of a lot of oil, not that great. 
And there are many other examples that I'm certain I don't know about. And I can't know about it. There isn't a global one-size-fits-all. It's like those gloves that are supposed to fit on everybody. And they do fit on most people, but not everybody. There's somebody with way big hands, and those gloves just don't fit. Okay. Same thing. Okay. Right now, cool stuff. I'm checking out Instagram, and I see a lot of people cooking poached eggs, and they look beautiful. I have to tell you that the poached eggs that I cook in uh, here in Rio in a kitchen, which is not my own, that is not very well equipped, and I'm not complaining. It's not meant for that. Um, here... I don't have the same equipment as I have at home, and I can't make my eggs look as beautiful as maybe I would in my own kitchen. So I enjoy looking at these beautiful pictures of these poached eggs. Man, did they look delicious. But they're not healthy for everybody. Even though you made them at home, if you're a person with high cholesterol, you got to be careful about how many poached eggs you eat. The American Heart Association gives a recommendation of no more than one egg per day. That's their sort of one-size-fits-all recommendation. That might have changed. I, I have to tell you, the recommendation is based on something I looked at maybe five, six years ago. So it could have changed. The recommendations are... As best as possible, one size fits all. But they don't fit all, just like that glove. Not everybody's hand is well suited for the gloves. And not everybody's physiology and current health status is best fitted for those recommendations. So as you're consuming great foods that you're cooking, be proud of yourself. Recognize that sort of activity that you can have, the empowerment that you can have in your own health. And also recognize that one size doesn't fit all. Maybe you need something a little different than what your neighbor needs, your your family member needs, I need, somebody else needs, so on. Look more deeply. There's no better time to be an active listener to yourself, whether that's what you say or what your body exhibits. Respect yourself in all of your different ways of being. Signing off, this is Nova from Rio de Janeiro.